0: It's time for another rousing episode of That's Blasphemous, the show where we take a step back from the self-inflicted auto-demolition of the Catholic Church and have a look at this bizarre and crazy world we live in, and how much the world hates God and his church. I haven't done one of these since August, and I think... maybe longer, so I thought of fitting before the Synod that starts next week to do one of these things because, frankly, I need the laugh and I think you do too, although these stories are actually kind of tragic in a bizarre way. So remember, our lord said that the world will hate us because it hated him, and there is no greater proof that, than some of these stories we have this week. So let's get into it. But first I wanted to thank the patrons of this channel for supporting this work. It is greatly appreciated. If you want to support the work of this channel, you can do so by going to Subscribestar or Patreon and pledging as little as $1 a month and get access to patron-only livestreams and early access to some of my larger videos. You can find links to Subscribestar and Patreon in the description of this video, as well as other options to support this channel. Also keep an eye out for some patron-exclusive content coming in the near future. Thank you and God bless. Back in the late 1980s, Hollywood gave us a shockingly violent film called RoboCop, which posited that a part-human but mostly machine being could replace the police, though at a great moral cost. Well, if you loved that movie, then you're probably going to love this story. Headline from the Daily Mail, RoboPriest. Catholic Church could ordain sophisticated AI robots as priest. Franciscan Sister Proposes, with the Church moving towards a post-human priesthood. Oh boy, warning, this woman makes Pastor Jimmy Martin of the Jesuit Church look practically like a saint by comparison, because he isn't advocating for some transhumanist nonsense. Yes, I never thought I'd be pining for some heresy for pastor from Pastor Jimmy Martin, but this woman takes the cake. The nun in question, Franciscan sister Elia Delio, teaches at Villanova and is tra- described by the Daily Mail as a senior Franciscan sister, whatever that means. Also, most nuns and consecrated religious I've met in my life have taken on the names of saints, but it doesn't look like this one did, though I could be wrong about that. But that's a little weird to me. Anyway, we'll let the imaginative sister speak for herself. Quoting from the Daily Mail. Quote, Delio, who gives talks on theology and science around the world, said robotic priests would have certain advantages, such as being incapable of committing sexual abuse and being gender neutral the sister who holds the Josephine C. Connolly Endowed Chair of Theology at Villanova University, added that male priests had formed a very patriarchal system, something that would be challenged by artificial intelligence. She said that Catholicism has fixed ideas of what a priest is that would have to evolve as technology develops. Delio told Vox, quote, "'Take the Catholic Church. It's very male, very patriarchal, and we have this whole sexual abuse crisis.' So would I want a robot priest? Maybe. A robot can be gender neutral. It might be able to transcend some of those divides and be able to enhance community in a way that's more liberating. (laughs) End quote. I bet this woman absolutely loves the proposals coming out of the Amazon Synod. As an aside, did you know that the Synod's pre-working document called Towards the Amazon Synod calls for women entering the priesthood alongside married priests? If you want to read that document, it'll be up on the sources blog for anyone to read. I've been desperately trying to send it to various Catholic media outlets, but no one seems interested. And a subscriber to this channel put in a lot of work translating into English. But anyway, I bet this woman loves the Synod, and it's stories like this that tell me that the Church is in a lot more trouble than we might realize. Delio is a woman on your screen, and lo and behold, she's not in a habit either which is in no way shocking at all, what with her linking an all-male priesthood to the crisis in the church. I wonder if it's occurred to her that a robot wouldn't be able to participate in transubstantiation, or frankly any of the sacraments at all, since it should be obvious that a prerequisite for participation in the priesthood is to be a living, breathing human being. Do I even have to say why this is blasphemous? She's essentially advocating for making a mockery of the sacraments and of holy orders, But then again, I would love to see what she has to say about the real presence, about clerical celibacy, the hot-button issues of morality that the world hates, and all the other issues that the church is hated for. When you see one heresy, you typically get others as well. And again, this woman is a theology professor, which really makes you wonder about what it takes to earn a theology degree, and what it takes to get a post at a university like Villanova, where you can teach this nonsense to students and still get called a theologian. Again, I've heard some wacky things in my time, but this one almost takes the cake, except that our next story is sadly real also. But before we get to that bit of madness, I thought it might be fitting to remind you that Sister Delio cannot possibly be the only theology professor in a religious state of life who believes things as blasphemous as this. And remember, while she may be the only lunatic out there thinking that a robot can validly confer the sacraments, there are others just as crazy meeting this coming week in Rome to promote a paganization of the only faith that saves. And they've got more uh, ecclesiastical authority, shall we say, than does this woman. So please pray for her and keep praying for the Synod. Next up, I'm actually going to do something I rarely, if I ever do. I'm going to give you a trigger warning because this next story might enrage you. So brace yourselves. That having been said, our headline from the Washington Examiner says it all. Headline. Church of Sweden proclaimed Greta Thunberg successor to Jesus Christ. That's a big no for me, boss. But again, whenever people ask why I have little tolerance for Protestantism, it's because of things like this. Whatever problems the Catholic Church has, the Protestants have that problem but on steroids. That's kind of the effect of real schism. And this really does take the cake. I won't comment on the teenage climate activist herself because I'd like to keep my YouTube channel and trust me when I say that because I've seen people banned on social media for saying not nice things about this person. But instead, let's focus on the statement because it speaks for itself. The announcement was made on Twitter and it's on your screen now unless you're listening to this on an audio-only platform. "Quote: Announcement: Jesus of Nazareth has now appointed one of his successors, Greta Thunberg." End quote. Obviously, I ran that through Twitter's translation feature. I've often wondered, especially lately, if Twitter has done more harm than good to the world. It creates something worse than a social media echo chamber. It reinforces truly terrible ideas, enables bullying, and frankly distorts reality for the users to the point where, unless you're a monarchist, you'll think that whatever weird ideas you have are wildly popular. Unless you do what people call these days, posting cringe, like this tweet. Whatever heretic runs the Church of Sweden account got ratioed pretty hard for tweeting out something this blasphemous, and for good reason, too. If there is any one thing that unites a few remaining believing Protestants in Europe and the apostolic faiths of Catholicism and Orthodoxy, it's that Jesus Christ doesn't appoint successors, especially children who promote questionable science. But that's where Christianity is now, with its pastors and priests pandering to the world with such ferocity that you have to wonder what it is that they believe anymore. Does the Church of Sweden promote a secular, materialistic, false social justice message that would leave those who push that message in the Catholic Church left wondering if these people believe in the saving power of Christ at all, and his sacrifice on the cross, and his resurrection, and his real presence, etc., etc., etc.? I'm serious. We do hear some wacky things in the church these days, but even robo-priests don't touch the levels of blasphemy the Swedes are on with this one. Some of the backlash against that tweet is pretty good. Here's one response, quoted from the Daily Mail. "...should you now abandon the celebration of Jesus' birthday and start celebrating Greta Thunberg's birthday instead?" one person asked. After all, we members must know who is the Savior we should worship and pay homage to. The response from the Church of Sweden account has been as expected. Quoting the Daily Mail, quote, After some backlash in December, when the tweet was published, the church posted a second tweet that suggested success could be interpreted in more than one way. Shortly after, the entire account was abandoned, with a sign-off message that defended the original celebration of Thunberg, and suggested everyone has a right to interpret Jesus in their own way. Dear Twitter, If we have hurt someone, we apologize. It has never been our meaning. Our meaning has been to talk about Jesus Christ in our own way. Now, we leave the arena. Thank you for your commitment, joy, and debate. God bless you, Jonas Person, Ward Pastor. End quote. And true to their word, the Swedish account has been inactive since December of last year. Now, this tweet was kind of old but it resurfaced recently for obvious reasons it became it became relevant again when this kid was a thrust upon the western world in just the past few weeks by the media engaging in more political activism which really isn't new no word yet if the church of sweden will start using their account to tweet more blasphemy in the light of this kid's new cel- international celebrity status and in closing on a very brief but lighter note i'll i'll leave you with this Rapper Kanye West has announced that, henceforth, he will no longer produce secular music, but Christian music only. The album he's working on has a very Christian song in its lineup. It's called Closed on Sundays, and it praises Chick-fil-A. With secular advocates like this, who needs satanic pop stars like Lady Gaga and Katy Perry anyway? Thanks for listening. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.